This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Spinner. Welcome to Notebook, your guide to art, culture and tourism here in Tokyo and throughout Japan. I'm Stuart Munro, and around this time each Monday, Wednesday and Friday, I'll bring a selection of local news and views. On today's episode, experimental film and music. But first, travel. The New Year's holiday season may have ended, but that hasn't stopped this two-day weekend being stretched to three, with today a National Bank holiday. Seijin no Hi, or Coming of Age Day, is a public holiday held annually on the second Monday of January, celebrating those who turned 20 between April last year and this April 2023. It's the mark of someone entering adulthood, giving 20-year-olds the legal right to vote, smoke, drink and gamble. That said, the right to vote was changed in 2015 to 18, but the symbolic nature of Seijin no Hi compounds those rights, with the ritual of dressing up, visiting a shrine, and then having a legal drink or three. With the three-day weekend also giving some a longer vacation, trains and planes are as busy as ever ferrying people back and forth. But disruption, some planned for and some unexpected, also shaped some of that travel this past weekend. The JR Yamanote train line which loops the capital was partially suspended Saturday and Sunday. Its outer loop from Osaki station to Ibukuro station suspended, and sections of its inner loop reduced in service as portions of track were switched at Shibuya station, making way for deeper platforms. A station now in the midst of some serious civil engineering. While trains were experiencing planned interruption, a disruption of another kind was felt by domestic flight operator Jetstar, and one of its flights bound for Fukuoka was forced to make an emergency landing Saturday morning, having received the bomb threat said to have originated from Germany. The threat came in at 6.18 in the morning with a call to the information desk at Tokyo's Nuita Airport claiming someone had planted a bomb aboard Jetstar's Flight 501. It was half an hour before the airline was informed, with the plane already in the air. And all 136 passengers and six crew were diverted to Jubu International Airport in Aichi. Meanwhile, 60 other flights scheduled to depart or arrive were cancelled, with 30 or more flights delayed at least an hour. A rush of police cars and ambulances could be seen on the closed-off portion of the runway, but on inspection found no evidence of any device whatsoever. Meanwhile, passengers inside the airport queued for refunds, and as for the passengers aboard Flight 501, they had to wait four hours before they could leave. The closed-off runway reopened 12.15 that afternoon. And while the origin of the phone call still remains a mystery, there are some questions as to why the threat was not relayed sooner to both airline and aircraft. The Jetstar low-cost airline, co-owned by Japan Airlines and Australia's Qantas Group, travels throughout the Asia-Pacific region, operates 16 domestic routes, as well as one international route to Australia and New Zealand. As China observes the start of its own New Year holiday season, 
Beijing has opted to reopen the border between mainland China and Hong Kong for the first time in three years. But with cases there of coronavirus surging, temporary measures here have been brought in by Japanese authorities, requiring anyone entering Japan to take a pre-departure test and provide a valid vaccination certificate. Visitors from other countries, including Hong Kong and Macau, need only provide proof of one or the other. Every tourist is also required to take part in the bilingual service Visit Japan Web, aiming to make the labyrinthine entry process more straightforward. A QR code takes you to a website where details of your passport, vaccination status and certificates, journey and customs declaration are filled out prior to landing. It's a step up from the horror of four-hour-long queues and no end inside of paperwork. Taking advantage of this simplified process is Mono no Aware, a non-profit organisation from New York visiting Japan as part of its experimental film production and international education programme. On Wednesday, January the 11th, experimental filmmakers Steve Cosman and Lily Zhu Sheng from the group will both be visiting Centre in Kanuma, north of Tokyo, to introduce the group's work that evening from 7pm. Established in 2007, the New York Brooklyn-based Mononoware is involved in all forms of analogue filmmaking, holding regular exhibitions of Super 8, 16 and 35mm filmwork. And as mentioned last month on Notebook, centres an alternative space and hostel not far from Tokyo, run by Mado Kono and Shinkan Tamaki. And following this on Saturday the 14th, drummer and electronic musician Akio Jimas from Chicago will perform alongside Tamaki from Centre with a concert originally planned for last November. That's it for this episode of Notebook. Be sure to check in on Wednesday, January the 11th. If you enjoyed this or any of the episodes throughout 2022, you can rate us on Apple Podcasts or spread the word online. And you can also email the Notebook team, notebook.podcast at gmail.com, with thoughts for future episodes. Until next time, though, thanks for listening. This has been Notebook. Notebook.